All of these wonderful fantasy performances. All on my freaking bench. You know why they were on my bench? Because I trusted the players that I drafted from the New York Giants. Of course, I drafted Travis Kelsey in round one. So, Travis Kelsey. So, my three. First round pick being injured streak has gone to three. Three years that I'm in this stupid fantasy league that everybody told me I had to join a fantasy league because how can I do a podcast about with football and not know about fantasy football? Well, here's what I've learned. I hate you all. But here's what else I hate. How in the hell did the Giants allow themselves to do what we're about to describe downtown sports i'm the mouth of the south that's the beast of the east it's john parente john Shavoni. we are downtown sports we are where sports come home and i i've been told that i can't curse anymore for a long long time that i have run out of swear words to say i'm just very emotional right now why are you emotional this isn't any this is my football team lost their quarterback. You at least won the game. That's my quarterback. That's my quarterback. I told he was trading Zach Wilson. You watched Hard Knocks. That's my quarterback. Should I wear sunglasses like Terrell Owens? You are the Jets. Should I wear? Should I be Terrell Owens and wear sunglasses on my face? You are the New York Jets. You are the New York Jets. No. I, I watched every other person close to me suffer throughout the entirety of life because they were Jet fans, okay? Well, this is why, and even though the Giants are crap and incompetent. It's been one game. It's even though the one. Giants are crap and incompetent. Okay. They aren't cursed. The Jets are cursed. Okay, well. Aaron, you paid $50 million for 70-something seconds. Seven seventy-five seconds. 75 seconds. Okay. I'm not happy about it. I'm not happy his career lasted on the Jets for one season of 75 seconds. Okay. I wish he could have made it through one drive. He one couldn't. Drive. He could not. And then. The Giants couldn't even make it through one quarter without getting blown out. Oh, God. Daniel Jones. Can I can I read Daniel Jones's numbers to you? If you guys are happy to hear this, okay, I'll read it to you. Oh, 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 I'm not sure I'm happy. Okay, because Daniel Jones was actually wait, I could do it for you, uh, at least in terms of uh, fantasy, right? So yeah. you know about half point PPR is all you people out there. You know a hell of a lot more than me. Um, so it's point zero four points per yard. Daniel Jones only produced. 4.16 in terms of passing yards. Daniel Jones would get 0.1 points per yard for rushing, which means he got 43, right? 43. I've got your score here. And then uh, one more for, yeah, there it is. So he pulled up again because Beast is in the fantasy league. He wants to just throw it in my face. I'm just throwing it right at you so you can read it off the screen for all our listeners. 
just oh my god i know and the only giant that actually did well um darren waller was still a top 10 tight end with only a 6.1 so yeah i guess i could be happy about that but Good God. And then my bench consisted of Tua Tungavailoa, who I wasn't sure of. I got him after I got Daniel Jones. And I'm looking at my bench and thinking to myself, thank God, because here's Jordan Addison and Tutu Atwell on my bench. And DJ Moore only got the ball thrown to him twice. Drake London only had two targets. Well, that's sometimes how football goes. You can't predict this game. You can't predict. Your receivers are going to have the game that they're expected to have. It just Oh, yeah, happens. and two fumbles from Deion Jackson. But by the way, let's get back to local. Nope. Aaron Rodgers, we've heard this, and I'm sure we've heard this we'll so We'll digest much. the Jets in a minute, but the Giants need uh, some real discussion here because uh, oh, Daniel God. Jones completed only 15 of 28 passes for 104 yards. It's a little above, uh, yeah, he's quarterback rating of 8. He threw two interceptions. He got yeah. sacked seven times. And he ran for just 43 yards. I want to see how many old linemen gave up sacks. I want to see oh, which. I think this is going to be a little You don't tough. give up seven sacks unless it, there's one particular I only wish I had point the of invasion. I only wish the Giants O-line really had stats because we only we have the defensive line, if that makes us feel better. Okay. Uh, Osa Odigizua had two, had, uh, two sacks. Dorrance Armstrong had two sacks. Parsons had a sack. Golston had a sack, and Marcus Lawrence had a sack. You get a sack. You get a sack. You get a sack. You all get a sack. Oh, my yeah. God. Oh, my God, Giants. What are you doing? Okay, look. The O-line was supposed one, to be the strength of this team. It was the strength of this team, team last year. They kept Jones safe. That's why Jones was able to perform, because he wasn't getting murdered. And then they drafted people to make the line better, but now it's worse. I don't understand how in your own building you lose 40 to freaking nothing when everybody was considering you a guaranteed playoff team, perhaps a team that could make an NFC championship if given the right opponents on the way there. Expectations, that's that's what it comes with. When you have a good season, you make the playoffs, you want to get better than that the next year. So Giants have expectations on themselves. Exactly, exactly. So. But do you know what? I'm going to pivot back because, you see, what we're talking about with the Giants is actual tangible problems that existed. Bad play. It could be this person's fault. It could be that person's fault. The Jets just won a dramatic overtime victory at home. 10 points scored in the fourth quarter and off a punt return. Six points to put the game away in overtime. It was as if it was as if an author penned it. But here's the problem. The Jets pen is cursed. Aaron Rodgers, 70, what was it? 76, 77, 75 seconds, 75 seconds, 75 seconds is now possibly irreparably broken. And the Jets are paying how much in guaranteed money in that contract yeah. for him to well, play for 75 seconds? They've had, well, for one, he, now here's only the slightly good thing that's going to come out of this. Remember, the uh, as part of that trade, uh, 
Green Bay was going to get a first-round pick if Rodgers had played 65% of the snaps. Well, that's not going to happen anymore, ladies and gentlemen. So Green Bay is going to be stuck with a second-round pick. They will not get a first-round pick. So, yeah, we can kind of, we can kind of like, say, kind of laugh in our faces a little bit about it. That, yeah, you know what? Aaron Rodgers will be, you know, Aaron, the, the Aaron Rodgers injury had a silver lining to it. Well, well, I don't know. I, I don't know what silver lining there is. I need to find out exactly how much of a cap hit this is going to be. Well, Go on. Talk about the Giants. Keep crap talking them right, until well, I could show you why every Giants one have... of you Jet fans should cry your eyes to sleep every night. It doesn't matter, by the way, if you win a Super Bowl or not. You should be crying yourselves okay, I'm looking to sleep. At the, I'm looking at the cap hit right here. I just actually just pulled up Rogers' uh, contract number. I'll, I'll put it up on the screen so you can take a look at it. And yeah, here, let so. me get that because I'm tired okay. of having a typo. So Rogers is signed to a right, contract terms is three years. He signed a three-year deal with the Jets. Which included $75 million guaranteed money. Average salary of uh, 3700 I want you to take a look at the line of 2023. Are you ready? Well, look at the cap. Base rate. salary, 1838 His signing bonus, $7 million. Workout pay. 2000. The total cap hit is $8 million. Eight. The cap hit is basically infinity. Okay? 8, 888. You can't make this up, folks. You just can't. And the dead cap. Read it, beast. 74 million 50,000. Yeah. Did we think Rodgers was going to get hurt on the very first possession? And this is why you're cursed. Because I agree with the move to get Aaron Rodgers. This was... Honestly, the right thing to do, and I had called it all summer long. They're going to get Aaron to train Zach. And train Zach he did. Yeah. Because what did Zach do at the end of that game? He, he won. did rally the troops. I'll give him that. Look, Zach. But nobody cares. Everybody well, is collectively crapping themselves, even though Zach Wilson saved. They're acting as if the Jets are in worse shape than the Giants. Meanwhile, the Jets are one and oh, the Jets have a quarterback that got them 10 points in the fourth quarter after having to acclimate to actually playing versus holding a clipboard. Well, imagine Zach Wilson, who really had very bad problems with confidence and pressure being applied to him and what he has to do and all this other stuff. You know, he did not take the pressure of being New York's starting quarterback well. He did not take the pressure of being anything like that all that well. Guess what? He had a better performance than Josh Allen, if oh. you believe the quarterback yeah. rating. Only sacked picks. twice. He threw a pick, but he also threw a touchdown. He threw three picks. and yeah, 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 Wilson threw one pick. Yes, he did throw one pick. Wilson did. You're right. And it was, it was a bad interception. A 14 of 21, he made two-thirds of his throws. That's very good. And people go, well, that's not good enough. Eh, any quarterback can complete 14 of 21. Zach Wilson barely threw the football. Josh Allen threw the ball 41 times. That's so, yeah. did he win? He did win the game. Yes, he did. did he made Brees timely throws when he had to. 
You had to make yeah. some big throws on third down. You had to make some big decisions, and and you beat uh, you beat a game. Oh wait, I'm game. sorry. And oh yeah, here's the big problem that everybody always had with Zach. Oh, he he's now now Garrett Wilson is not going to get targeted. They're not going to throw in the ball. It's over for Garrett Wilson. He ain't going to do a damn thing. Five receptions, thirty four yards, a touchdown. And a very acrobatic touchdown it was. So he had the most catches of a jet. There you go. And at the end of the game and the press conference, do you know what Zach Wilson actually said? He said, I just threw it up there because I know Zach. I know Garrett. He was going to pull it down. How different. Mm Mm-hmm. Was that from Zach Wilson last year and Garrett Wilson last year? Well, remember when he when Zach was once asked if he takes the blame for the for when they lost a game last year, and Zach Wilson answered no. Remember that? Oh, okay. that was that was the moment I thought Robert Sala should have been fired. That's what maybe everybody thought. But you know, listen, you have to give kids time to season. You have to give the kids time. You know, everybody that comes to New York expects. Oh, we expect you to be great right away. The minute you, you have a bad what, game, we don't like you. You suck. Do you know what really upsets me? And this is the problem. And this is where you see the difference in ownership and the different problems that ownership has. The Jets and the Giants are like in opposite land. Okay. Are you ready? So let me let me explain how the Jets and Giants are in opposite land. Daniel Jones stunk up the joint for about what? Three years? Four years? Yeah, he's been about here. Three what? years. And then on year four, he... You know, finally sort of figures it out with a coach that genuinely has sense and, you know, all of that. Then you have a quarterback that a lot and the Giants signed him. Then you have a quarterback in Zach Wilson, who after two years, year one happened to be a pretty good year. And, you know, you saw some flashes. And then year two, his offensive line ended up being made of paper mache and his wideouts got way too big for their britches and thought they could start wearing uh, Start Mike White T-shirts. You had a lot of kids so, back then. They were kids. They were rookies. You know, they're still learning so how to play they, football. Hold on. Hold on. But then the Jets give up on you, the quarterback, who was the second overall pick. They give up on you. They make it very clear that you are not the starting quarterback going forward. Luckily, and I say this, luckily for Zach Wilson, they pick up Aaron Rodgers, a guy that could possibly train him while winning the Jets a championship. And Aaron Rodgers stated that he was going to do just this. And if you take a look at Jordan Love, perhaps uh, Aaron's tutelage might be useful. But then again, it was just the Chicago Bears. Oh, the Bears have a the Packers always beat the Bears. The Bears could win the Super Bowl, and they would. The only two losses in that season would be to the Packers. Bears historically, and that would be the only two games the Packers would win. But that's how it would work. The Bears Packers have historically just always beat the Bears. Right, anyway, whatever. Fine. Point is, let's see how Love does Week Two. But if you, but if Week One is any indication. That looks pretty good. And if week one is any indication with Zach Wilson, he's calmed down, did what he was supposed to do, had a decent quarterback rating, didn't cost his team the game. Right. The interception was at least made up for with a touchdown. He 
the offensive line of the Jets held up and Wilson was mobile in the pocket. He was allowed to not stand static. Yep. Maybe, you know, it's going to take a while, take a week or two longer for him to really understand uh, Nathaniel Hackett's playbook. He's going to have to. But do you know what, though? Now, the only thing that I will say is this. Here's the only good thing for the Jets. Aaron Rodgers actually still has to be around, even if he doesn't play a snap. Yeah. He'll be on. He'll be a coach on the sideline. He'll be another coach right there. To watch and Dave even said as much. Goal. He's going to be holding the clipboard, right? Yeah, but you know what? This so, is going to give Rodgers some good capabilities. He can basically, hey, uh, dial up a play to, to Zach. Uh, I want you to, I want you to try this play. I want you because hey, it worked in preseason. He dialed a play. Zach Wilson executed the play. So Rodgers will have maybe that's it. Like that. Maybe that's the way because I, I don't know. Maybe I said it when they got it. I said, this isn't just for now. This is to train Zach Wilson. Jet fans aren't going to like that. And Jet fans warmed up to it after hard knocks. They just did. And, and Uncle Lyon said week five, right? If the offensive line fails the Jets and Aaron Rodgers is injured in week five, and that's it, and now... Uh, they've got to they've got to try to get by with Zach Wilson the rest of the way, and it doesn't click. Yeah, I mean he's going to be under scrutiny, but I I wouldn't say it guarantees anything. Extenuating circumstances play a role, as we know in sports, and the absolutes are hard to predict. I believe that Joe Douglas has the trust of ownership and the trust of the head coach, and how this plays out. Part of why we love the NFL is you can look at a schedule. You can say win, loss, win, 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 loss, loss, loss. And you're just throwing stuff up against the wall. We don't know how this team is truly going to fare. They have the sixth toughest schedule in the NFL, but that's based on last year's results. And if there's anything that we've learned in the National Football League is last year doesn't guarantee you anything. So now you look at the Jets now following this game. Yeah, beat Buffalo. Great. Now, where do the Jets go from here as far as – now, Robert Sala, he didn't sugarcoat anything with the injury, but he said plain and simple, Zach's our guy. Okay? Robert Sala has said it right there. This is Zach's team. So now he's going to have to – It never shouldn't have learn. been. Well, it shouldn't have been, but you know what? Rodgers got hurt. We didn't anticipate this happening – you I know, but what I'm saying is, what can you in do? my opinion, the Jets should have never gotten Aaron Rodgers in the first place. I think they honestly should have gotten a new offensive coordinator in here for Zach Wilson. That you got Nathaniel Hackett. What's wrong with Nathaniel Hackett? No, 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 that's fine. What I'm saying, what's don't ask, don't tell, don't, don't look at Russell Wilson and then tell me what's wrong with Nathaniel Okay, Hackett. that was Russell anyway, Wilson. Okay, obviously Hackett's system didn't work. It's not Aaron Rodgers anymore. That's the problem. Okay. Aaron Rodgers and Nathaniel Hackett were magic. When Nathaniel Hackett has worked with any other quarterback, it's been a freaking disaster. Okay, you don't think this is going to work? Love, from love to Russell Wilson, and I hope to God, not Zach Wilson. But perhaps Aaron Rodgers being on the sideline might help. Yeah, perhaps he could filter through the Hackett bullcrap and tell Wilson to do the good stuff that Hackett want that Hackett likes to do. By the way, here's an interesting quote. Aaron Rodgers had said, this is according to sources on the sidelines that 
he was very uncomfortable running plays with cut blocks. Yes. Out there. That's what got him hurt. And that's where the And that got. got him hurt. Well because Nathaniel Hackett didn't listen. So if that were the if case, he would have called out Hackett. Fans are looking for someone to blame. If that was the case, Rogers would have called him out. Rogers I just gave it to you. There it is. So I gave you all a target for your anger. So that this way you could stop being crazy and fanatical and saying that the sky is falling down and that your season is over when you beat the Buffalo Bills for the first time in a while. Well, the Jets. This is the team you're that year. you think you're going to win the division against. Split with them last season. So that was good. You you beat them last season one game. That was good. You beat them. You beat Allen there. Good. Okay. Awesome. But yeah, victories against Buffalo are few or far between. I agree. But game He's one, good. that's the key. And also in a game where Stephon Diggs had ten catches for 102 yards and a touchdown. Yeah, I'll give the Jets defense a lot of credit too because this defense. People were talking about this D. How good are they? Tell you what, guys, this defense can do a lot of good things. Allen got sacked five times. Yeah. He got, got sacked five times by this Jet D, and the Bills committed four turnovers. That Listen, was something Jet the Jets fans. needed to do. The Jets Listen, needed Jet to fans. they can make turnovers. Listen, Jet fans, I'm telling you something. I am very angry about my Giants, and I want to scream about them, but I'm trying to help you all off the ledge because you're the team and the fan base that's acting like it got destroyed 40 to nothing at its home opener on national television. That didn't happen to you. You had an injury. Granted, a very, very bad one, but an injury nonetheless. And somehow the quarterback that you all hated and never wanted to see again that I told you all was going to be there in case Aaron Rodgers got hurt. And Aaron Rodgers' first assignment was to train Zach Wilson. And then when I asked Uncle Lion about it, you know what he said? He said that I was absolutely right. And now the thing that you all feared happened. Aaron Rodgers plays for the Jets for 75 seconds, causes a $72 million cap hit, gets paid over $10 million for 75 seconds worth of work. I'm not a mathematician, but that's way too much money for 75 seconds, okay? Yeah. Here's the thing. Things, can't predict yeah, You things. can't, but here's the thing. The thing that you all had nightmares about that I said, hey, guys, don't worry so much about that. Once Aaron Rodgers gets a preseason with him, Zach Wilson will be seeing things clearly. Once Nathaniel Hackett, a coach who runs an easier system, gets through him, things could be a little easy. I was saying this all fair, but I warned you on air, Jet fans, that this is what was going to happen. I said you weren't going to like it when it does because Rodgers can get hurt. He's not. He hasn't been injury free. No, the O line entire the O-line career is not going to be able to block for you consistently every single game unless you have a really good O line like Brady had. It's hard. They gave up only three sacks to Buffalo's defense, though. I got to give that Jets O line credit. They did their job and they didn't crumble like paper mache and get hurt. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers, however, got hurt. That's the problem. But it's not so bad. Zach, you could do a lot worse than Zach Wilson. You really at, can. At least you have an offense around. You're, you don't have Desmond Ritter. 
That's not your quarterback. Oh my God, no. You you don't have that. You're acting like you're acting like uh, Dave Brown just rose back to the NFL. You're not DeAndre Hopkins right now, whose only quarterback thrown to him is Ryan Tannehill. He any good? No, not that good in my book. Mm-hmm. Service. Robert Woods is doing so much better as a Texan with a rookie quarterback in C.J. Stroud. And Woods had six receptions for 68 yards. That's pretty damn good. I'll take that any day of six for 57. I'll take that any day of the week. Six oh, catches. I, I love that. Okay. Six fifty-seven. Close enough. He had six well, catches. Uh, he did yeah. good. Yeah. It, now, it, it, I Tennessee, wish where receivers go to die. Well, I wish Houston had scored a few points. They scored nine points. I mean, but it was against the Ravens. I mean, understand the Ravens have a good defense. So, well, actually, but, the Ravens' defense is actually one of the more questionable units in the uh, AFC North. Oh yeah, wait. We have to take a break. We got mm-hmm. a two a day. That's right. We do have a two a day coming up. Yeah. Back so, after this. Yeah. We're back, by the way. This is Downtown Sports. This is where sports come home. We're going to do the two-a-day real soon, but, of course, Beast had to bring up the freaking horrible guy. important games. It's important. you gotta, you got to bounce back next week, right? Yeah. I mean, so so what I'm doing with my fantasy team, and I'll, I'll, we're going to close that off, because Giant fans already know that, you know, the cliff is right there, and if you lose to Arizona – it's done. Just just hop right off the cliff. It's finished. Um, the season is over if you lose to the Cardinals. But then somehow, some way, the Cardinals will have had two games against the NFC East where their defense will have played relatively well. What I did with my fantasy team, by the way, is that I drafted the Giants defense. I'm going to keep Daniel Jones as the starter for one more game. One more there. That's a big game. You have Tua. You should use him. Tua's Arizona is supposed to have one of the worst defenses in football, correct? Not the best defense. No, they're not that good. Buda Baker, that's about all you got. Who do you have? So the Patriots have a tough. 10 defense in yes. football. One of the best in the league. Yes. Why, if I'm looking at a quarterback situation with two similar skill sets, especially in terms of fantasy, Tua is never going to be allowed to run the football ever again. Because unless the O line can protect him while he runs, if he gets one more concussion, his career is over. He needs to stay behind the offensive line. He did a great job week one. But Daniel Jones is going to run the football more. So that's why I'm starting him. Because the Cardinals can't defend the run worth a lick. Mm. So true. I'm praying and hoping against hope that my new $40 million a year quarterback. Good God. I can't believe I, still well, I can't believe Barkley it every time I say me. it. I got Saquon Barkley. He's got to do his job. So we and I drafted the giant good. defense because they got to do their job. Hopefully they'll be very angry. And against a weak, weak, weak Cardinal offense, hopefully they could eat and get like 20 fantasy points. 
Because if they don't, oh God, let's get to the two a days. We're starting with the AFC North. All right. This is well, gonna be the most fun division in football. It's really it really is. It already got off to a very rousing start. Let's begin with the Bengals. The Bengals and Browns kicked off kicked things off Sunday afternoon. I'm not going to say a damn word about the Bengals. I'm just going to let you state a point or two, and then we'll move on, and I'll talk about the next team. Cincinnati Bengals will start things off. Is Joe Burrow the only quarterback you would take over Patrick Mahomes? Well, you've beaten Mahomes if you're Joe Burrow, yeah. But uh, what kind of performance did I see out of Joe Burrow on Sunday in Cleveland? Uh, Oh, it was a pretty gosh darn Oh, I'll say that. I can talk about that. What happened to Joe Burrow? Please elaborate. Uh, What happened to Joe Burrow was that. No, I actually can't really talk about that. Oh, God, I'm going to have to wait to the end. You know what? Week one. It's just week freaking one. I get it. We'll we'll, we'll go on. The Ravens. The Ravens. Now, Beckham. Yeah. You're relying on a guy that hasn't been in a Pro Bowl in seven years. He's often injured and you know, whatever to be your number one wide out. This well, is Baltimore's philo- philosophical you that idiocy. Flowers. You have that kid flowers. He looks flowers pretty- could be something. Yeah. You got Mark Andrews. You're going to get Mark Andrews, your tight end back. You uh, need so- him badly. Uh, Cause he's, he's your poor man. Travis Kelsey. Are we ready to put Lamar Jackson as the top five quarterback? Well, he freaking is. Here's the thing. Dobbin losing Dobbins again. That's, that's a big one. I, I had him on my team. All right. This is the second, third year Dobbins has had injuries like this. He he already had an ACL. He's had an ACL injury. And now he goes down with an Achilles. Now an Achilles injury. So you've had an ACL tear, and now you have an Achilles. And let's move to the Pittsburgh Steelers. Well, what do we say about Kenny Pickett and the Steelers after week one? That, that was, well, again, 49ers. Well, they lost to the best team in the NFC. Uh, lost 30-7. to seven. 30 to 7. The Giants, who were a playoff team that beat an 11 win Viking team last year, lost 40 to nothing. I'm concerned. So I don't care. At least the Steelers scored points. Their defense got chewed up. Did you see their defense? The 49ers O line was healthy. That O line could block anyone. Brock Purdy was picking that defense apart. McCaffrey had a 65 yard touchdown run. Ayuk was tearing him apart with the football that whole game. Oh, my goodness. I'm keeping Elijah Mitchell on my bench for the uh, oh, inevitability backup, of a backup running back of right a now. Christian McCaffrey uh, injury. He will stay on my bench forever. I don't care I have him how. on one of my teams, too. I got Mitchell, too. But here's the whole scope of this game. Pick it through two picks. Got sacked five times. Uh... The run game was almost non-existent. Najee Harris did literally nothing. Pittsburgh's O-line is not that good. And, that's, and is that I mean, a, how big a problem is that for you to have no O line if you're Pittsburgh right now? That's big. You need a yeah. O-line. You have a you have a second year quarterback, a third year running back, and Pickett's already had a concussion. By the way, once he's already had a concussion. Yeah, we don't need this. Oh, and then the Browns. Uh, yeah, Stefanski should be in the damn hot seat. Well, the Deshaun Browns Watson be... played a good game week one. Um, the Browns Joku have a was scary club. I, I don't think people realize how good the Browns really are. I agree. They're dangerous. They are. Let's go to Chris's pick to win. I, I, let's just give our picks. What did Chris say here? Let's see. All right. Throw the it down. North will be the toughest division to pick. Yes, I know the Browns got the talent. 
But we're still waiting for Watson to return to his elite status. And Stefanski, yeah, should be on the hot seat. The Steelers can be a sleeper in the AFC with Harris, Johnson, Robinson, Watt, Peterson. Okay, that's fair. Fitzpatrick and the coaching of Mike Tomlin. But Cameron Hayward being hurt, that's a big deal. The Ravens got all the parts. Jackson, OBJ, Rashad Bateman, Flowers, DuVernay, Smith, Patrick Queen. No excuses. And the Bengals have Joe Burrow, T. Higgins, Mar Chase. Yeah, Mixon. Yeah, running back, good defense. But can they get over that AFC hump and win it all? Everything in my head says pick the Bengals, but the best coach in the AFC North is Mike Tomlin. Chris picks the Steelers to win the AFC North. What do you got? I disagree. And Pickett has some things there. He has some talent there, but these kids still need a little more seasoning. Pickens with him needs a little more seasoning. Deontay Johnson's hurt now. That's a problem for Pittsburgh. And again, you need Najee Harris to be good. Najee Harris has to be a more consistent running back every week when he doesn't do as much as he should. And the Steelers pride themselves on it being a running being a running team just as they are on a they good team. have to block. Well, the O line doesn't block. That's not going to help you. The O line doesn't block. That doesn't help so you. So I don't understand how you ever pick Pittsburgh to win. What do you got, Beast? Um, yeah. For me, this is a toss up for me between the Browns and the Bengals, honestly. I, I really do. Browns or Bengals for me. Make your pick. I'm going to say, and I, I'm going out on a tangent, I'm going to say Cleveland. I, I think the Browns really showed me something. If you can shut Joe Burrow down like that, with all the weaponry he has, you shut down Jamar Chase, you shut down T. Higgins, you shut down Joe Mixon. When that Browns team has all their pieces working, and it seems like they're playing with a chip on their shoulder this year, Mark my words, the Browns are not to be messed with. They're dangerous. I'm telling you, this is not the same. I guess we're all I guess we're all picking different teams. Where do you think I'm going, Beast? I'm gonna say you're picking Sensi. <laughs> I guess not. No. You're going Baltimore, huh? Yes, and I'll tell you why. Okay. Baltimore's fair. Okay. I think they're the most complete roster. There's no particular weak or particular strong area other than quarterback. I think their defense is a little underwhelming considering the division they're in, but outside of their division, they're still a pretty damn good defense. They're not terrible. I think Lamar Jackson is more talented than the other quarterbacks in the division. You can't tell me otherwise. I'm sorry. He actually has some weapons if they stay healthy, but Lamar Jackson can win you a game with his legs on his own. Yeah, but he has to develop a chemistry no other... with at least one receiver there and make him. I know, but Lamar Jackson can actually win you games and get you to the postseason on his legs on his own. What other yeah. quarterback of that division is going to do that? He can None. get you there. How about when he's in None. the postseason? How about and how about this? You want to know my real prediction, which is really going to shock everybody? Humor me. This week one for Cincinnati is going to be more of their reality than you might think. Mm -hmm. I think Cincinnati is hovering between eight and nine wins and no postseason. I don't think the Bengals are that good at all. I think it's really competitive. You're not wrong about it. It's a very I think Chase is not as good as everybody thinks he is. You're already said Higgins is getting older. Hear what Jamar Chase said after losing the other night. He what? Ah, he was very. Uh, he was still kind of like throwing smack at the Browns even after they basically got humiliated. He he just basically. Uh, how do I say this? We just lost to some elves. 
was the words of Jamar Chase after losing to Cleveland. We just lost to some... He called the Browns elves. After you got humiliated in Cleveland in the dog pound, okay? And by the way, I was pick. I was. I. I. I really wished we would have did the North first because now everybody's gonna say hey, I'm a liar. But I never liked Cincy this year. I think as Higgins' skill set declines and Jamar Chase starts to really be the number one wideout, that. Your overall skill play is going to regress. You're going to have to start relying upon guys like like uh, Tyler Boyd more, and you don't want to do that. Uh, I think the I, I think the Bengals offense is hanging by a very thin thread, and if anything happens to either Burrow or Chase, this team's it's screwed. done. Cooked. They're cooked. And you know what the Bengals are the weakest team in this division right now. And to make it worse, you're playing Baltimore next. You got the Ravens coming up next. Welcome to Owen Two, boys. <laughs> you're NFC that certain they're going to drop to Owen Two. You're that sure about it, huh? Yup. That sure about it. Okay. That sure. All right. Now let's go to the in NFC. blowout fashion too. It's going to be funny. Now we have the two team division. The NFC North. Okay. The two-team division. By the way, everybody who's hating on Minnesota needs to freaking stop. You lost to Baker Mayfield. You lost to Baker Mayfield and the Bucks, who had no business beating you guys. No business. Oh, how, how, stop I mean, hating on the Vikings. They'll be okay. Trash. It's been trash since last year. Yeah. Their offense, although Tampa's defense is was is sneaky good, it's mm-hmm. sneaky good. Mm. Tampa might actually make a run at that NFC South. Um, lost more than a third of that team from the Super. Well, you you've lost a third of the yeah. team you had in the Super Bowl. I'm well, sorry. I mean, it happens anyway. The point defense of the matter there. is, the offense is still there. The offense is still there. Mike Evans, eh? Mike Evans is getting up there in age. I mean, Chris Godwin. Yeah, no, that's I'm talking about crazy. Minnesota right now. We're talking about the NFC North, right? Yeah, Minnesota. Justin Jefferson is the best wide out in the NFL. Oh, yeah, period. Yeah, Justin Jefferson is... No, and then Addison is looking league. like he could be top five. He's gone number one in every fantasy league. Everybody takes Jeff at one, no doubt about it. No, but I'm talking about his new rookie uh, number two wideout. Jordan Addison. Yeah, That guy looks like he could, that he has the potential to grow into a top five receiver. Minnesota just keeps drafting these receivers and drafting these receivers and drafting these receivers. They have an incredible talent to find good players like this. I mean, that's, it's good. It's called good. And Kirk Cousins still is very effective. In the regular season, you could almost get no better. And... You can't blame him this time for the Giants law for the loss of the Giants. You can't. He played about as perfect of a football game as you could ever ask him to play. He didn't take too many chances. He did what worked. He went with what the defense gave him. He scored plenty. He scored plenty. In my opinion, he played better than Daniel Jones, but the Giants still won that game. That wasn't Kirk Cousins' fault. Kirk Cousins comes in with a chip on his shoulder. I know they lost. Game one, and it looks real, real bad. But it wasn't because the offense was bad. And that's the key. Can Minnesota can outgun just about anybody. Now, do you have- However, 
Trust me, the first spot. season with no Dalvin Cook. This is the only question mark I have with Minnesota. Can they keep the run game that has kept Kirk Cousins and his team of wideouts so successful for so many years going? You're going to have to start kind of figuring that out. They, Yeah, you have Alexander Madison, but I think you have to start finding another capable running back alongside him and develop at least a, a good duo threat at the running back position. That's going to be an interesting one for Minnesota to figure out here. That's big. But let's see how Minnesota will do in their next game. Uh, as for them, they're going to play Philly tomorrow night, Philadelphia, Vikings. Well, there's your test. It's in but Philly. It, the Vikings played well against Philadelphia last season. Yeah, I mean, this is going to be a close game. This should be a high scoring game. I expect this. To oh, be this is going to be this is going to be a shootout. Oh, Here's sure. the thing. Kirk Cousins, in terms of pure arm strength, is a gunslinger. Jalen Hurts has to make sure that he doesn't get knocked on his ass. I think he won't. He'll run and his the running ball. back core is weaker than last time. Yeah, and they- the Philly defense has dropped a bunch of pieces. I would say this is a good chance for Minnesota to get a statement win to prove to people that, yes, they are still a capable football team. They look vulnerable. The Eagles you. can be hat. Did they look vulnerable against New England to you last week, Philly? Did they look yes. a little vulnerable? Yes. We don't blame the rain. They've just, hey, we're just kind of trying to figure things out for their first week. They should have been able to run the football. And if you're a team that went to the Super Bowl last season that wants to make a statement, that wants to say it wasn't a fluke that they won the division and not Dallas, um, you know, you had to go and get that game against the team that was supposed to be the weakest in the AFC East. You should have blown Belichick away. Meanwhile, Mac Jones was the number two point getter in fantasy football. Played well, Mac Jones. I give him he threw the ball like over fifty times. I mean, what did you what did you Belichick let it go? He said, I can throw because when they were down twenty something and nothing then all of a sudden, Mac just started throwing 16-0. the football. Yeah, they were down about 16 nothing early. Yes, that was true. And then Mac started throwing the football, and immediately the game changed. Yeah. Well, considering New England barely ran the ball, who do you have? Ezekiel Elliott and Ramondre Stevenson. You don't really have a capable, you know. Ramondre Stevenson is a very capable back. Yeah. Possibly on receiving the ball. I don't know about running it down the middle. That I'm not so sure about. But let's continue with the North, continuing with the NFC. Let's go to the other team that's in this North, and that's the Lions. That's the other team in the two-team division. I'm, I'll give the Lions a lot of credit. You came in on Thursday night. You beat Patrick Mahomes. I know, only by a point. I know they didn't have Travis. Look, Jones. for Detroit, that start, there. I guarantee you there was no analyst on earth, not even in the city of Detroit, that would have given the Lions a shot at that game. Everybody assumed the Lions season goes from 0-1, and there you go. But it didn't, and it's because of that defense, too. That's the other thing. It's the Browns' defense. They have a stronger defense than people, I think, realize. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes didn't get sacked, but he he was hurried. He was forced to drop back. You forced him to throw up some bad throws, and he threw an interception. Dan Campbell. This is a Dan Campbell type of team. And by the way, Chris asked the question, is Jared Goff a top 10 quarterback? Yes. He just needed time to develop. I mean, he needed time to develop. How many quarterbacks have we seen thrown by the wayside 
Now these guys that are getting these second chances, think about quarterbacks that got second chances in other uh in other teams. You know, Smith. From St. Louis to the Giants, Kurt Warner got benched for Eli Manning, and then Kurt Warner goes to Arizona and uh Bleeves makes a Super Bowl appearance, you know, does very well. Gerald, he turned Anquan Bolden into yeah. greatest wide receiver. So second chances. How about a, how about this second chance when Drew Brees was driven out of San Diego and halfway on his way out of the NFL, he goes to New Orleans and becomes probably he's one of the top three quarterbacks of his generation, and he would be a top quarterback of any other generation that didn't include that didn't include Brady and Manning. Fair. He was right up in the same class with them. That's the great thing about it. He if you would have right put Drew Brees in the area of Troy Aikman, of Aikman, Steve Young, and all those guys, uh, Drew Brees was better than every single freaking one of them. Fair. So fair. second chances. What makes you think that Jared Goff, who was a quarterback that really needed to get his NFL chops in, yeah. you know, you knew he, while you drafted him, one because of the talent level, he was kind of raw when it came to football. That guy got a team to a Super Bowl that did not belong there. Sean McVay did. Did everyone forget about that? Sean McVay did a great job bringing Goff into that situation. Yeah, Goff at least had some playmakers. Well, you know what? If you're looking at the play of the Rams, well, forget week one this week, but if uh, you're looking at last season and the play of the Rams as to the indicator, who brought who to the Super Bowl? To be honest, I think two pretty decent quarterbacks brought them to the Super Bowl, and unfortunately the Rams played against the Patriot team that just had one of the best defenses in the history of the NFL that season. Can we say Goff didn't have an answer for them or Sean McVay didn't have an answer for New England? I think it was the second. Sean McVay. Yeah. Which is why he's on the hot seat this year. Because if all he has is his quarterback and he has to have his quarterback raise receivers. And he has kids on his team. He has no Cooper Cup for four weeks. So if you're a great coach, like McVeigh is, because guess who McVeigh took to the Super Bowl? A bunch of kids. So if he can't coach a bunch of kids like he did in his first year when he made the Super Bowl. Stafford complained about them. That's not the same. These kids have a lot to learn, and he's he's never been in that type of a situation where he's had to take young rookies and kind of be the – in a way. What? Yeah, what? He's never had to be in a situation where he's taking young rookies. That was his only situation for years. He had Megatron. He had Megatron in Detroit. Yeah, and then after that, how many years did he have no one? Yeah, he played. By the way, he still had Cooper Cup. He still has Cooper Cup. Yeah, when he comes back, he'll have Cooper Cup. Yeah, but Megatron had stints on the the, uh, IL. Yeah, he did. You know, it's it's fair. Next, Green Bay. I, uh, by the way, I do think golf could be a top ten quarterback. I believe Dan Campbell is going to win this division, get mm-hmm. himself to an NFC Championship, and win Coach of the Year. I think Green Amon Bay. Ross- by the way, I think you know my pick, Lions. Anyway, I, I think Amon Ross St. Brown is definitely making a name for himself as a top receiver. Yeah, Green Bay. Green Bay. Uh, yeah. Their defense is good. Uh, okay, Gender, Chris. Yeah. His solid. name is Jordan Love. Give him his respect. 
Um, well, can he become the next Rodgers? I, I don't know yet. That's a little uh, that's a little far fetched for me. We've only seen. Well, him play at least he's not crap. He's not crap on a stick. But you said it yourself. He beat a crap Bears team in your eyes. He beat the yeah. Bears. Okay, fine. Okay, awesome. Well, Green Bay always beats the Bears. Beat Atlanta. All right. Beat the Eagles. Beat the beat Cowboys. Atlanta. Atlanta. Oh God. Beat if they the can't boys. beat. If they can't beat Atlanta, then then I don't know what to tell you. There you go. Is Matt LaFleur on the hot seat? Is Matt LaFleur going to lose his job if, if Jordan Love doesn't do his job? Yes. You're very certain he's out? Yes. He molded Aaron Matt LaFleur is right the right. reason. Matt LaFleur is the reason Jordan Love is still on the Packers. Because I guarantee you Aaron Rodgers didn't want him here. Aaron Rodgers saw him as a threat. What, do you think Matt LaFleur didn't drive Aaron Rodgers out here? Or do you believe Matt LaFleur drove Aaron Rodgers out? You think Matt LaFleur... Said Aaron Rodgers and the organization, all of them as a unit, drove him away. It was the same thing they had to do to Brett Favre. They had to kick him out of the door, kicking and screaming. Here's here's Brett Favre and Aaron Rodgers outside, crying outside of the Packers facility like two orphaned children. Oh, that, that that's exactly how it went. Yes. Well, will Green Bay win nine games? Uh possibly. I don't see that impossible to win nine. Will it be enough to get in the playoffs? I probably doubt it. Uh, you have the Lions in that division. You have the Vikings down there. And I wouldn't sleep on the Bears, even that, even though they played like crap against the Packers week That's one. That's why I'm still starting DJ Moore. Here is the one th the one thing I said earlier, and I think you kind of misquoted me there. Yep. The Packers will always beat the Bears. It would not matter if the Bears would go and win the Super Bowl. They're only two losses that season would be to the Green Bay Packers. And if the Green Bay Packers had nothing but losses that same year, the Bears won the Super Bowl, their only two wins would be against the Bears. Because that's just how it goes between those two teams. I don't think I've ever seen, even when the Bears have went farther than the, Pack than the Packers in the playoffs, the Packers not dominate the Bears. So it, the, I don't think the Bears have been considered the better team in the rivalry since the late seventies. Mm. Well, remember the days of William the Refrigerator Perry, you know. Remember the days of McMahon. That was eight. Well, that's nineteen eighty-six, but that was when the Bears had the most dangerous defense the league had ever seen. Like a defense you couldn't score on when you were playing the old school Bears. Yes, I remember that defense. Oh, yes, I do. DJ Moore. Yeah. Caught every pass that Justin Fields threw his way. Yeah. Had a 13-yard-a-catch average. Unfortunately, he was only throwing the ball twice. And had four and a half points. I know. No, but I know it's hard he was to throwing say. the ball twice. Two. Okay, well, well, did it also help? Caught every pass, but two. Did it help that Justin Fields was kind of getting flushed out of the pocket a hundred times and maybe didn't have time to throw the football at all? Mm. How about you start running wide receiver screens in order to prevent him from getting flushed out of the pocket all the time with your number one wideout, who happens to be a slot receiver? Well, it didn't help that Fields was sacked four times. He lost a fumble and threw an interception. So I have to ask this now. A Daniel Jones-esque type of game, huh? Yeah. So now you have to wonder, and Fields is kind of in a similar situation to that of Daniel Jones. He's been in the league now for a few years. 
No, 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 no. Make a break Fields is me. in nowhere near the same type of situation as Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones is sitting on his bat, fat bag of money every day as he drives home, whether he wins or loses, with one song on repeat. Cash rules everything around me. Jones get the money. Danny, Danny, Bills, y'all. Uh, uh, yes. All right. So, no, they are in a completely different situation. So it's not make or break for him. Okay. I... He needs another weapon. It's make or break for Fields. It's make or break for Justin Fields. Justin Fields saying. doesn't have a big bag of money yet. He yeah. hasn't paid. And I haven't seen any real progression yet that I can say I trust him game after game to win a football game for me. He's still not there. I think he has a spot on the football team as a running back. I think he'd be an excellent one of those. You've seen him do it a million times. I've seen him run the ball and, and t- kind of take over a football game again. Led the team in rushing. Nine carries for 59 yards. He's the new age Tim Tebow. Yeah. Slightly more accurate arm. That's the And I'm saying that loosely. A slightly yeah. accurate arm. Wait till week two. You don't know. Oh, I, but the, that's the thing. I'm praying that Justin Fields gets better because if he gets better, there's only one person he's throwing the football to. Yeah. I don't think we want to know. All right. Now, predictions. Who wins the NFC North? Let's read Chris's first. It's clear to me the Bears are not going to be a factor. I like Fields and Moore with Claypool, but that O-line is trash. Well, that was true. Green Bay got a lot of young talent in Jair Alexander. Yeah, you have Aaron Jones. Yeah, you have Dylan. You have Watson. Down. Aaron Jones was actually yeah, a monster Aaron. game one. Did. Got hurt, but he played well over 100-plus yards rushing. That's very solid. Dobbs is back, and Dylan is still a very capable back. Christian Watson. Green Bay could really lean on their running game for a while. Christian Watson's going to return, should return this week, so that will give Green Bay a little extra punch. But there's a lot of pressure on Love and a lot of pressure on LaFleur, which is fair. We've talked about it. Yes, Minnesota has the best player in Justin Jefferson, along with Hawkinson, Addison, and Osborne. But you're asking me, do I trust Cousins in a big spot? I don't. There's a lot of tape on it that he's not good in a tight spot. Well, you know, to be fair, you mentioned it. A couple of those games were not Cousins' fault that they, that they lost. That's Can I just say one thing, though? Yeah. And I am picking the Lions just as Chris is picking the Lions. Chris is but, going the Lions. That's right. But, but mm-hmm. I wouldn't be shocked if Minnesota wins the division. I'll tell you why. Kirk Cousins folds in big games, correct? Yes, he does. When do those big games generally take place? Around Thanksgiving. No, 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 no. First wins. few weeks of the season. No, no, no. The playoffs. Oh, yeah. When you get to the playoffs. Playoffs? playoffs? But he's gotten playoffs? to the playoffs every year as a starter in Minnesota. He's never not made the postseason. Whether he's won the division or he's lost it, he's never not made the postseason. Okay, so Kirk Cousins is Tony so Romo 2.0. If you are, if you're looking at the division logically, mm-hmm. and you're not going off a of feel and off of, you know, Dan Campbell being a superior coach and believing that Goff has taken the next step, if you're looking at it just logically, the mm-hmm. best quarterback in the division is Kirk Cousins. The best wide receiver in the division is Justin Jefferson. The best offensive line in the division belongs to Minnesota. The best one-two wideout combo belongs to Minnesota. Addison is going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year in the NFC. Um, I don't know where you don't pick Minnesota to win the division, 
other than the fact that everybody just hates on the Vikings as long as Kirk Cousins is the quarterback. Kirk Cousins, however, has been one of the most successful, if not the most successful Minnesota quarterback in history. Fair. Well, I mean, Minnesota. He's the number one guy, at least in modern times, if not for the last 50 years that's ever played under center uh, in Minnesota. Minnesota went to at least four Super Bowls. Not and, under yeah, Dante Culpepper. You're going to tell me Dante Culpepper was better? No, no, no. no. That was Fran Tarkenton. That's when you had Fran Tarkenton. And he would, Fran Tarkenton was one of the best quarterbacks Minnesota ever had in the very beginning of their franchise. Are you kidding me? The beginning of their franchise. Uh, until uh, after Tarkenton, who was better than Cousins? Yeah, you had Culpepper who followed. Yeah. You had Brett Favre for a short while. And he stunk by the time he got there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Don't even. I don't even want to talk about that. And then, yeah, you had uh, you had Ponder, I think. Yeah, wasn't it? Yeah, Christian Ponder. Didn't you have him for a short little period of time too? Yeah, and- Kirk Cousins is the best quarterback that's come under center in that in that under for that team. She didn't even draft him. You got him from the Washington Commanders. Second chances. Yeah. Yes. So two quarterbacks who got a second chance. He could have been a Jet Cousins as well. He ended up going to the Vikings instead of the Jets. You know what? If he would have went, to, if he would have went to the Jets, you would have been a very happy Jet fan for a very n- long number of years. So before every we... Jet fan right now who is who disses Kirk Cousins, you wish you had Kirk Cousins. He didn't want to come to the he Jets. He he took the money elsewhere. He didn't. We didn't like hold a gun to his head and say, "Hey, join us or else." He said, "I don't want to go to the Jets. I'm going to go to Minnesota." And why would he? He'd go to Minnesota with stable ownership, stable coaching, and a stable culture. Not the Jets, where uh, you got the owner of your team going off to represent Donald Trump in the UN with his crazy brother taking over, who's even crazier than the original crazy owner. Yeah, why why would anyone want to sign in that situation? Yeah. Other than Aaron Rodgers, who goes on darkness retreats. Well... If you're Minnesota, Hopefully I, every week now he could take Zach onto those darkness retreats. But if you're Minnesota, here's the thing: you haven't had a. We don't know what your running game is yet. We don't know what their running game is yet. You're gonna have if to figure. Their running out game is crap. They're not gonna make the postseason. Well, they have a semblance of a running game. They could win this division. Well, I say the Lions, but I am not a thousand percent sure because, to be honest, Cousins to Jefferson is a could that 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 would win almost any other division well, in Jared Goff and uh, Jared Goff and Amon Ross St. Brown could be a pretty close second. Very close. But, but, but once again, like I said, I picked the Lions, but if you're relying on logic only, your Lions is more of a faith call because you're relying on Goff to take that next step up. I'm also taking the Vikings to win the I'm taking the Vikings also to win the North. I just think they have Oh, a, you're taking them to win the North, so you're going yeah. against me and Chris here. I, I am because you know the, the the Vikings have a little more talent right now. They still have they have a bit more talent right now. I agree with that. For now, they do. I don't agree yeah. with you on they win the division. I do believe they have more talent. Yeah. I do believe the Vikings will be a playoff team though. Sure. I now, don't. I like that, see, that streak doesn't stop. I'd like to see Minnesota get a little playoff preview when they face Philadelphia. That's a big game Thursday night. I, I think like they'll win the, that game. I think I like to see the Lions. I like to see the Lions take down Geno Smith in Seattle. I want to see them beat the Seahawks. I think they Seattle is ripe for the picking. I think so too. And it's That's not Geno's fault. I'd like to see Green Bay beat Atlanta. Think they can do that? We'd have to see about that. I don't know, but the NFC North 
And then the Bears against Tampa. It's, un- it's over and underrated at the same time. Like the NFC North is like a paradox. It's not a very strong division. It's not a very strong. But division. it's not a particularly weak one either. If the teams play well, it's not a particularly weak division either. Wait till we get if to the Minnesota NFC- plays to their talent level. They should win 13 games and dominate oh. everyone in the NFC. Wait till we get to the South. Wait till we get to the AFC and NFC South. Well, it's a good and thing they call the it the, well, the well the AFC South at least has a competitive. Eh. Okay, the Texans Jacksonville are, and Tennessee is a competitive. Texans division. are waiting to see with me with Stroud. Okay, the Jaguars, they've got something with Lawrence. Okay. They should win. Uh, the 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 Titans should be in second, a close second. And then the Colts with uh with Rich. yeah ha 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 Jim Irsay's your owner you are cursed forever um they were cursed uh, when I, Peyton, I can't believe I would they had ever Peyton say Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck they had Peyton Manning and Andrew Luck those couple those little periods of time with Irsay yeah and then after and the he got rich after he got rich off of all that uh revenue he made off of those quarterbacks Bowl. he became a drunk they won a Super Bowl with him oh, he became God. a drunk. Oh, he's drunk all the time. It's all Ursay's he is, had this is more drunk. than once. This hasn't been just one occasion. He's done it. At, it's been multiple times with Ursay getting drunk. Exactly. He's had this multiple times. Yeah. And I, and I think the drinking is becoming more and more frequent because the fact that Jonathan Taylor is not playing for you right now is ridiculous. That's a big loss. Not having him right now. You That's have to a big stupid difference. to make him sit out four weeks to prove a friggin' point. You suck. Ursay should be forced to sell that team. Oh my God. Well, at least, talk- but now, but now beast, I want to say one more thing. At least you could go to sleep. Even though you're a Jet fan and 75 seconds cost you about 72 million in cap space and 10 million in actual money. Um, I just want you to go to sleep and rest well knowing this. You do not have the worst owners in the NFL. I find that so hard to believe. I, I, you I just... do not have the worst owners as in the NFL. As long as they stay. Houston, Cleveland. And uh, Houston has now are new... running things now, and they they seem to they seem to have something. At least they have. Well, it's been a there. while. It's been a while for them. You've heard Pat Creighton complain endlessly the about them. Not, I'm not um, the Browns obviously are always just terrible. Um, Browns, their ownership, okay. The Browns have the Browns their ownership have... is garbage. Um, and then the Jets, but now the Colts. I'd say. That that you at least have owners that are worse than the Johnsons, but that we're gonna sign off of downtown sports. At least the Mets are gonna get a Chris. vice president of operations. At least the Mets are getting an operations president for the first what? time in history. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh really? Yeah, they are. David Stearns is joining the Mets. It's official. He's joining the Mets. Finally, it should happen. Finally, having for the first time in their franchise history. I can't believe I'm saying this. A president of operations. That's yeah, because Billy Epler. Yeah, Billy Epler was just not it. All right. With that, we're going to stop downtown sports. I want to thank Krista Large. I want to thank Tony Mainville. I want to especially want to thank Chris with the two a day. Beast, tell them where they can hear us. Hear us on 23 different platforms. Spotify, Spotify for Podcasts, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Apple Podcasts, CastBox, Bullhorn, Pod Day, Listen Notes, Podcast Addict, Verbalcaster.fm, Stitcher, Amazon Music, Audible, Podmine, Podacy, Odyssey, iHeartRadio, Podchaser, and tune in. Episodes, rants, digital market battle specials every week. Now, 
Hulk Sports and Yardage Sports. For the whole crew, for everybody, it's mouth. We're out. Thanks for listening and Until just Jet fans. Come off the ledge. Come off the ledge, Jet fans. It's okay. It's okay. Your your Dallas. season isn't over. You still have a chance at the playoffs. You can still win the division. We'll beat Dallas. Okay. We'll beat Dallas. Please beat Dallas. Will be. I believe in you. I believe in you, Zach. Beat Dallas. Have a good one, guys. Goodbye. We're out.